Thank you for tuning in to this message from Kingdom Ears International, headquarters located in Flagstaff, Arizona. All right, you guys, it is good to see everybody's faces. Fifth Friday of the month. So what's tonight? Do you guys know? It's pajama night, and it's also intercession. So in our family, I'll just say this every week, we don't come to service and do all the same things over and over and over in every service. Actually, we like to keep things just changing and molding with him as he uh, asks us to be obedient in something like pajama night. So coming into family our night tonight as a family uh, to intercede for our upcoming school year, and we are going to be coming from a place of rest. And I know that we'll go into this more later, but our family is wearing pajamas. If you're tuning in live with us on Facebook, can I just encourage you to just take a minute and go get in your pajamas? Is that okay to do? Like. We want you fully activated, just like if we were having a worship service and you were getting your worship tools, or if we were having a teaching night and you had your notebook and your pen and you were prepared to write all your notes. Tonight is pajama night in our home, and so go get your pajamas on, and we're going to have intercession night. We're going to explain some more about what is going on with that. But prepare to just be postured in that place of rest And when you come from that place of rest, you can activate it physically by wearing your pajamas. All right. So we have been uh, learning a couple different things. We've got the month of Av. And so what I think is really cool is in this family, we're not a family that sends the next generation in and then we hear that the giants are just way too big and we're not going to tackle it. This is a family that says we're going to go in together and we don't care if there's giants in our promised land because we're going to tell those giants they have no more, no more place to live there. And so we are a family that surrounds the next generation goes in together and says anything that is in our promised land being our schools, our school system, right? Our friends, the sports we participate in, all of those areas are a promised land that you have waiting for you. And if there is anything there that it looks too big to tackle, we're a family that stands together and says, we're going to do this and we're going to kick those giants out of our promised land. So that's what happened in the month of Av. And so we participate in that. And as a family tonight, we are going to be sending uh, the next generation from this home into their schools. So we know August is the month that everyone goes back to school. And we're getting ready for that within the next few weeks. Are you guys excited about that? August 1. We've got a few like, woohoo! I think, I feel like all the parents in the house are like, school! (laughs) Gabby's excited because she's going to be with her kids again in high school, which I cannot wait for. And we've got birthdays coming up, so that's always awesome to celebrate. All right, so um, it was released over our family last week that we are a family that when there is a call that goes out, we're a family that answers that call, right? We've said, send me. And so as a family, we are preparing this group of kids as they answer the call to be sent into their school systems. And um, so we're going to be preparing for that tonight. So... Are we ready to move into this service? All right. Facebook viewers and 
since Yahweh is outside of time, if you are listening uh, to our podcasts, go get those pajamas on and you can participate at any point in time. I think I'm going to listen a couple times. And while we're, while we're uh, listening to the podcast, I'm going to make sure to come from that place of rest and stay in my pajamas. So, all right, Megan, we're ready for you. Megan is going to get us ready to move into this next part of our service. Hi guys. Hi. It's fun having all the kids up front. <laughs> so most of what I am going to release right now is for the adults because we're a little bit slower than you guys. Okay. So we're going to do a little bit of a recap just so that we really understand the heart of what we're sending the next generation into. And really it's something that we're all being sent into because it's what's coming next for the bride as a whole. And it's what we're moving into um, as a house, right? So we're going to head over here and we're going to go through the last kind of couple couple months, that sounds daunting, but it's just quick bullet points. And what I want us to remember as we go over what has been released in this house over the last couple of, of weeks and the last month and going back a little even further than that is that all of these aspects of where we are now, how to safeguard where we're going and what it is that we're moving into is all things that this generation that we're here to honor and celebrate and send into their school year is something that they function and operate in so well. When we go over the characteristics tonight, just to remind us of a disciple, you will recognize it in every single young person that lives in, uh, in our community and is a part of this home. Okay, so the first thing we've been talking about over the last month has been the distinction between a believer and a disciple, right? So as we have come out of the spirit of religion, come out from underneath that, that's the process that, that the bride has been in and that this house has been in over a handful of years, that as we come out of that, we're recognizing that there's a difference between a believer and a disciple, where a believer will be satisfied simply with salvation, because salvation equals eternal life. So if I have him, if I access salvation through Yeshua, then that means I'm done. I'm set. That's the old mindset that comes with, uh, with religion, right? So we never get to access more of him. Those mysteries that he beckons to be uncovered, we never pursue them because we stop at salvation, right? Okay, so that's the difference between a believer versus a, a disciple. That's a believer. Now, a disciple, the father of this house, he released characteristics of a disciple, and challenged us all, challenged the youth, challenged all of the adults in this house to self-reflect and to even ask a friend, ask a family member um, what they saw in terms of your process, whether you were a believer or a disciple, and kind of those markers that you can gauge. And this is what they are. 
And I want you to think of them too, adults, as we're reminding ourselves the characteristics and we're evaluating, am I a believer or am I a disciple? I want us to really allow his heart to move and to break on behalf of this next generation because I'm telling you as we go over it again with the context of tonight in mind, you will see that they operate in it all every characteristic they are absolutely a generation of disciples not believers okay so the characteristics of a disciple they recognize an invitation raise your hand if you agree that every single kid every youth in this house recognizes an invitation when they see it yes <laughs> trust they trust the process. These characteristics were, a lot of these were in the context of the process or the testing that comes as you walk out from simply a believer into a disciple and you go from glory to glory, right? If you're in salvation, if you stay there, that's kind of the, that's the foundation, right? That's the basic level of glory. So in order to move, to move from glory to glory, you would need to be able to engage in a process. And one of the characteristics is to trust, to trust in that process. Obedience. Do you walk in obedience? Obedience to him, to his word, to Ruach, to the spirit, how she directs you, and to those that you have submitted underneath as you walk through that process. And submission to one another because we're a family who operates together, right? Okay, we have an obedient generation. Remembrance. Now, remembrance, that's something that we're still working our way through. It, it has to do with reflecting on where you've come from and honoring that place, honoring those who've gone before you, honoring uh, the ancestry that Yeshua, that Yahweh had laid out before us. We remember. A disciple is willing to be developed. They're not satisfied or take a position of, I already know it all. Which also comes from that believer mindset of if salvation is, the, is ultimately the end, right? Instead of it being a jumping off point into a deepening of my relationship with Yahweh and with others, it's... It's the beginning and it's the end. If it is, then there's really not anything else for me to know. There's nothing more for me to gain. But a disciple is constantly willing to be developed. A disciple embraces the testing. A disciple is willing to endure the process and not just to endure it in the in kind of the textbook understanding of, of enduring, I, I feel like endurance sometimes can get this connotation of like, I, if I could just make it through this, I can push through this, right? It's this, it's a hunger for more. When you embrace something, you fully receive it. You pull it in close to you and you say, I'm gonna hold on tight during this time until so you're holding on tight during the testing process because you know there is so much more to gain. Okay. Uh, some other, so that's, those are the characteristics of a disciple versus a believer. 
Some of the questions that we were asked also was, are you still aligned? And the father of this house suggested that we continually evaluate yourself and said a disciple will constantly evaluate, am I aligned? Am I in order? Am I established where Yahweh would like for me to be established? It's easy, it's easy to slightly step outside, right? Okay. Another way that we can assess that we are disciples is the three M's. This is what the father of the house shared with us. The three M's, maturity, mastery, and multiplication. And they are in order. You mature to the point of mastery. And once you have mastered what you have walked this process out on behalf of, you will then multiply it in others. Ultimately, that is the goal. Multiplication is the goal. As we prepare to release and send the youth, the next generation, into their school year, the heart is that they would continue to mature in the processes of growth that Yahweh has for them until it's mastered. It's something that they are skilled at and good at and they are multiplying it in the systems that they're sent into. The school district, the system of education needs to be transformed and the next generation is carrying his heart into the school every single day. His heart for the system, his heart for teachers, his heart for what's being taught his heart for every student, their representatives, and they carry that. Okay. How to safeguard where we are going? It's by continually evaluating yourself and submitting to the evaluation, the accountability of others in all of this. Okay? The very last thing that was released over this house was where are we going so we were taught we were able to engage and then we were taught some more on all of this and what we were left with is how we're going to move forward and where we're going one of the images that we were given was uh so if you guys remember, Padrino came up and he shared his heart and he shared the process that Yahweh was taking him through and that he realized that the cry of his heart to not be separated ever from Nina or Nana, however you call her, <laughs> um, but that his heart to be uh, bound so tightly in covenant and in intimacy, which is a reflection of how we're bound to him in covenant, right? He shared that there were things that um, he was going to grow in and there were deep wounds and hurts that could prevent that the fullness of that covenant from taking place. And Yahweh was responding to the cry of his heart that there would be no separation in him, not only from Yahweh, but from his covenant partner, from Nina, that there would be no separation, right? And that he's going to walk through a process so that that doesn't happen. 
so that that, that separate, whatever there is that could cause separation is broken down, is laid aside, and that fullness can come. So the image we were given, they were standing next to each other and they were standing next to each other. I was thinking if I needed a partner. And Thomas, you wanna come up? Can you come up and help me? Thank you, sweetie. You just stand there and look very handsome. Okay. All right. So the process, what, what the image we were left with, the last service was, I walk forward, you stay there. Okay, sweetie? Okay. My turn. My turn. Now it's my turn. Now it's my turn. Fabulous. But are we ever side by side? Are we ever fully operating as one? No. So what that was representing was where we're going. And what it means is we are moving into another level of glory in this house and in the bride. We're moving into another level of glory where it is no longer my turn and then Yahweh's turn. My turn and then Yahweh's turn. What that means is when you come out of religion, you can stay or you can sit, whatever you're most comfortable with. Okay, thank you, Thomas. <laughs> so what that means under the spirit of religion that we're, we've come out of is it's either, oh, God, please, please do this in my life. And I wait. There's no movement, there's no partnership. It's all him. If it doesn't happen, there's blame and accusation. If it does, oh, I knew you were good. I knew you'd pull through for me, right? Or it's all me. I, I better get this going because I don't know if he ever will. So I just, you know, I'm gonna go do this and this and this and I'm gonna put my hands on this and works and performance and I've got to make something happen because I don't know how to operate in him and I don't know how to invite him to operate through me, right? So it's either all me, works, performance, I mean, there, there's, there's a lot that's associated with it, but it all comes through that separation, which is induced by that spirit, right? Okay, all me or all him. Either one, there's separation. And as we continue to build, which is what we're just starting, we walked out all of the cutting, all of those, those filters that, that religion builds up in you so that every, every thought, every gifting you have, all of those things, they go through these filters, whether it's pride or it's fear or it's self, um, self-reliance or whatever it is, it goes through these filters and then there's never an opportunity for us to be together in full unity meaning my spirit and him, right? And so what we're being invited into as we rebuild is another level of glory in walking out separation and learning what it means to walk as him, where it's him through me all the time, all the time. And what's so exciting 
is all of the adults, we've had to walk out a process to identify those filters, right? And lay them down and be retrained in how to walk in his fullness. But our children won't because religion won't ever be placed on them. So the only thing that they will ever know, the only thing you will ever know is how to operate as him on earth. That is all you will know. You will know how to put your hands to something. You will know how to breathe his breath. And it won't be this battle or this dichotomy where it's like, oh, did I do that myself? Did I, did I manufacture that? Was I performing, right? It won't, it won't be that way. Or I'm just waiting for him to move. I'm waiting for him to heal, right? Those were some examples that we were given as well, where, you know, on earth we're saying, oh, why is there so much suffering? Why is there so much sickness? Why is there so much destruction? Why is there so much pain? Why doesn't earth look like heaven? Why, doesn't, why can't I see you anywhere? And he's like, I don't know. Why can't I? Why can't, or why can't you? Right? That's his response because it is us operating him through us as him on earth. And that is what this next generation is carrying into the next year is the, the understanding that they are going to operate in every moment of their lives every day in a fullness, no separation, him through you guys all the time. At school, at lunch, soccer, friends, play dates, family events, family functions, so much awareness of who he is in you. It's going to be easy. It's going to be natural because they are starting in the place that we're all trying to get back to, right? The original intent, no separation, walking as him on earth, as earth transforms into heaven, right? That's how they're going to walk now. That's how you walk now. And we want to cover that tonight and we want to send that, send them in that tonight. And we're going to do it in a handful of ways because we like to engage and we know that everything that we do is another way to engage with Yahweh, right? When we eat, well, I mean, you guys hear that example from me a lot <laughs> because I think eating is extremely heavenly. In so many ways, it is a way to engage with him. But what we're going to do first is we are going to have you guys prayed over by those who have made a really, really powerful commitment to your lives. We all have in our different ways. We love you, we adore you, we cherish you. We recognize too, just for our Facebook community that in this house, these children are a gift and a treasure because we cried out individually, separately, before we were brought together by Yahweh and directed to this house by the Spirit, literally directed to this house by the Spirit. These kids were ours to safeguard. They, we were all crying out for more. We knew there was more. And 
if you're a parent or if you have any heart for the next generation, it is always for them to go further. Always for them to go further. I don't want my daughters to believe that they have to be, oh, I just wanna, I just wanna do what my mom did. Oh, <laughs> I think that I would be heartbroken if the, if, if the level of dreaming and the belief that they had in Yahweh in their life was if I could just, you know, just have the kind of house I grew up in or if I could just, no. They will surpass me. They will surpass their father in every single way, every single way and in the spirit most of all in the spirit, the access that I have now is nothing compared to the access that they will have at an even younger age to him all the time, all the time. But there's also a challenge in that. It requires of all of us, all of us grown-ups, to continue to do this process so that they can go further. Okay, I went off on a little tangent. What I meant to say was, we all have a heart for every single child in this home because we cried out for more and guess what he gave us? <laughs> That's what he gave us when we cried out for more. So we are called to safeguard each other and each other's children just like they're ours. Just like they're ours. That's what multiplied, is a mother's heart and a father's heart, and we're learning how to do that. But there are also people in this home who have, um, who have heard the call and the cry of Yahweh's heart for some mentorship and some mothering and fathering in addition to in really powerful ways, and that is the Ubedas through the Armory Group. That is our youth, and we have got Jay, if you wanna come on over. So what we're gonna do first is Jay is going to oversee our prayer time. So we've got um, Jay and um, whoever he, the, is it your, forgot the word. Advocates, thank you, I forgot the word. Um, Jay and the advocates um, who uh, partner with the youth, they are going to come and we're all going, Tonight, you don't need to stay in your chairs. We have cleared this whole space for there to be movement, for there to be snuggles. I mean, whatever you feel that the youth need tonight as we cover them in prayer, just obey what you hear. Remembering too, that this last year for the youth, come on, the culture, COVID, sickness, uh, corruption, I mean, you go down the list and our youth was exposed to it in full force this last year. So they're coming out of a, a year that most of us have never seen. Us adults, our generation, we haven't seen anything quite like what the youth has seen and experienced and endured in this last year. And they're moving into a system, into a place where they are going to be confronted with all of the ways that the culture has shifted in this last year. Okay, so that, that means there has to be healing. There's some tenderness, there's some boldness, there's things that need to come tonight that has to come from us. Yahweh through us tonight.
Okay, so we're gonna surround them, we're gonna cover them. They're going to be um, prayed over and released over. There are some really specific words that Jay um, and the advocates have to release over them. So if all of the youth could just come and find room in this empty space up here, and then adults, as you just kind of feel, however you feel led physically to be positioned around them tonight, let's, let's really start moving and responding in that right now. And that's gonna be our first, the first activity of the night, our first engagement and our first response. Then after they're prayed over, then it's going to be time for them to release whatever Yahweh has spoken um, or has on their heart for what's coming in this next year. It'll be time for them to, um, to release in the spirit and we will cover that time. Then we're gonna be moving into an activity and that will be explained by Aunt Kendra. And then we will share some treats together because that's what we do as a family. We seal our time with fellowship and food, right? <laughs> okay, all right, I'm gonna hand it over to Jay. We're gonna start our night. Is everyone doing okay? All right, before we dive into this, I just want to point out some really significant, powerful things that are happening, some, some powerful dynamics that we're seeing right now. One of those things being, obviously, like it was already pointed out, we felt led to make tonight a pajama night. Is anybody uncomfortable with that? Some people know, some people not at all. They say, this is awesome, we should do this every single night. I just want to, to, to say and point out the significance of coming from that place of rest and doing something as simple as being in your in your pajamas to it can be such a simple like you know quickly you know quickly something that just quickly comes in and out of your mind that you wouldn't even think about but i was expressing to armory last night because we have armory on thursdays and tonight's friday um that uh it's it's such a it's such a cool powerful thing that we get to come um, not just engage in the atmosphere and all the things that Yahweh has for us, um, for us and through us for tonight, but to do it in, in, in the kind of position that we have right now, engaging with everything from a place of rest, being comfortable, being willing to, um, in a sense, let a, let a guard down, right? And I asked who felt pressed in that because I was one of those that said, I really don't want to show up in my pajamas. That, that's a press for me. This is a huge press for me coming in something that I would, I would sleep in, right? Because there's a, there's a vulnerability to it. But at the same time, there's something that is just so extremely powerful when you can position yourself in that way to just break that wall down. First, recognize that there is that wall in you because we're all about the process, right? We're about recognizing that there's, um, th there's a process that he's walking us through. But then going beyond just recognizing it to dealing with it and walking through the process to the end. Um, and I also want to just point out another really significant thing in that one of the things that we felt led to activate tonight was the voice of um, the advocates specifically. If you don't know the heart of why we called our youth counselors advocates as opposed to just calling them counselors or whatever else you'd call them, it's because we really felt like there was, there was a really powerful dynamic in being able to engage in advocacy. 
specifically in the area of saying, I'm not just going to oversee you. I'm not just going to counsel you or come at you from a place of I know better, but I've gone through what you've gone through. I may not have gone through everything you've gone through, but no matter what, we're going to be in a position to be able to advocate for where you're at because, again, we're about the process. We're not just about giving an answer. And there's been so many powerful things that have come from that, just in being able to, um, even as advocates, come from that position of, of saying, um, we're in the process with you, as opposed to just being outside or removed from the process, right? And I want to just activate every other adult, every other parent um, that's in this room, in that advocacy, because the, the position that we carry, and, and we know that we carry this as a family, but that the position that we carry as advocates over every single one of these youth and advocates for each other is that we are aware and involved and we care about the process that's, that's taking place as opposed to just giving the answer. Um, and obviously we've seen that poured out over us from uh, the mother and father of this home and that continues to multiply and just go forward. And, and, and I really think that there's going to be some powerful things that happen tonight that even position the youth as they step into this next school year to, to themselves be advocates for the environment that they're going into and advocates for other students. So I just want to be able to, to activate that and everybody that's here that's going to speak but then activate that over the youth as well, that you also, just as you're never too young to engage in discipleship, right? You're never too young to walk in that level of advocacy over those around you and, and advocate for yourself as well. So as far as getting started tonight, what I want us to do, what I feel led to do, I should say, is I want us to be able to um, turn the volume up on the music a little bit and just begin to especially and I, I'm, spe I'm, I'm absolutely speaking to myself if there's a level of, of discomfort in anything that's happening anything that's going on or whatever we're engaging with tonight I want us to first just get in the mode of one everything that was already released but two very importantly being able to um, well I'm trying to think of how to say that I want us to be able to, to get into a position um, in and of ourselves to be able to receive everything that's going to be released tonight in every aspect and to recognize if there's a wall, if there's a part of you that's wanting to not engage or not listen to or not hear or receive things that are going to be spoken over you and released over you, but that, um, and, I, and, I, and I'm speaking specifically to the youth on this, that you guys would be able to take a couple moments to position yourselves to fully receive and be able to um, take everything that's that's spoken over you, and I just I just see this like really powerful absorption process that there's going to be there's going to be like um, it's almost like I see it on like a cellular cellular level. I'm trying to express what I'm seeing, and I can't find the words for it. So maybe we just need to engage, but that you guys would be able to receive everything let it multiply and grow within you and then turn out and be willing to, um, to, to share that going forward. Does that make sense? So just want to take a couple minutes um, and just begin that process of engaging and recognizing if there's walls, recognizing the process that we're going through um, so that we can uh, really fully step into and receive everything for tonight. Is everyone okay? Okay.
that's going into this next school year. Um, can I have you come gather in the middle and come stand together? And if we could have every advocate, every parent, every teacher, um, just surround them. All right, if you're, if you're a youth, <laughs> if you're going into to a school year, I want you to get close together and I want you all to face in towards each other and if you're advocating for them if you're an adult and a parent and a parent an advocate a teacher I want us to completely completely surround and envelop the group that's in front of us right here all right if you are in the middle I want you to hear what I'm saying can everyone hear what I'm saying okay I want you to pay attention to how you're positioned right now if you're, if you're part of the youth and you're entering a school year and you're being prayed over right now, you're in the middle, you're, 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 you're facing internally, you're facing each other. But not only that, you're surrounded by family. You're completely surrounded. There, there's no area around the group that you're in in the middle that is exposed to anything else that's around you. You are completely surrounded by family. And I want you to um, allow the Father to speak to you, no matter how young you are, no matter how old you are, whether you're just going into the school year or into the school system, or you're, you're getting ready to um, graduate into a higher level in the school system or even leave the school system, that you would, you would see and feel and understand the, the importance of not just family, but that you are surrounded by family as you're turned in towards each other and you get to engage with everything that's gonna be released, okay? All right, so if you're surrounding this group that's in the middle, I want you to begin to just speak over them, just pray over them. Father, I just thank you for this generation that stands before us. God, a generation that is so willing and so active in, in receiving the blessing of family and taking it out and multiplying it in every every way that which way that they go and every step that they take in every environment that they enter into that they come uh, from that place of a family that backs them up god i thank you that this is a this is a generation of disciples god that that that, that there's no age requirement for discipleship but that we've actually seen um, an incredible engaging from every single member of this generation in discipleship, in that trust, in that obedience, in that um, engagement with family and everything that you have spoken about that process. Father, we just speak a level of boldness and confidence over every single one of them to continue to engage in that process of discipleship as they step out and as they step forward, carrying what has been placed on them. And I just want to speak over every single one of these youth that is going to be entering into a new school year that you carry the answer. That as disciples, you carry the answer. That as you step into a new school year, you may be entering into a system that has been created by man and into a system that has faults, it has good things about it, it has bad things about it but you are the system. 
I just feel the Father wanting to speak over you that you you may be entering into a new school year, but you are not going to be um, entering into a system, but that you are the system. That what you carry, the answer that you carry, and, and the, the hunger for discipleship and the hunger to see multiplied the power of family is the answer that you carry to be able to establish a new system. And I just want to speak over you that in in the face of cowardness and complacency and injustice, some of the things that were um, clearly highlighted to us as the father of the house spoke over what it means to be a disciple, that in the face of those, those things that you would experience a level of courage to be able to step out in, in faith and activating that discipleship, knowing that you're backed by family that does the same and knowing that what you do is going to be multiplied. Father, I just thank you that this is not a generation that is complacent, but it is a generation that is hungry for change, a generation that is hungry for progress, and a generation that is um, incredibly intensely and hungry to see everything that you have manifested here on earth. And I just break off any level of um, of complacency that may be there, or, or just uh, even a hesitancy that might be um, might be there about the school year and what's to come and, and some of the burdens that come with that, that there would just be a complete breaking off of every one of those things and that they would be able to move confidently and boldly into that year. And Father, I just speak over um, every single one of these youth as they step out and step forward into all that you're calling them into that when they see things that are, are, are unjust or see things that are not lining up with, with what you speak and what they know and hear you speak every day, that they would be able to know that they walk as the answer and as the system, that they would be able to just um, confidently and boldly carry those answers.
thank you that they have resources and they have a place to come to where they can ask questions and they can find answers to questions that other people might even have and that they have a place to go and that they have a resource that they can then give to other people as a resource to come and find more answers that they might need. If you guys can, can all of you look at me that are going to school this year? <clears throat> you don't have to spread out. You can stay where you are. I just felt like I wanted to be able to look into your eyes and um, tell you that you are allowed to breathe. You're allowed to breathe. You're allowed to breathe. <clears throat> you are allowed to breathe. JJ, you're allowed to breathe. Gracie, you are allowed to breathe. When we talk about being sent from rest, Catherine, you're allowed to breathe. What that means is that we're sent from a place of the work is complete, like it's being sent from completion. So the things, the things that you're scared about, you're allowed to, to like you're allowed to breathe, that the work that you have wrestled over is complete that it's finished. The things you're anxious about, it's finished. The argument in your mind is finished. It's complete. You don't have to keep wrestling over the same things over and over and over. You don't have to keep arguing or convincing yourself that it's going to be okay, that you're going to have friends, that you're going to find a place, that you're not going to get made fun of, that you're not going to get bullied, that the things that you have struggled with or that you feel anxious about coming from last year and being masked or not going to school at all or all that it stirs up to go to a new school or be where your whole face is shown this year you that 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 argument is over and therefore not only are you allowed to breathe you are allowed to be seen that you will be seen in your classroom you will not be dismissed, you won't be denied, you won't be rejected, you won't be refused, you will be seen and you will be heard. This generation will be heard. You will be heard in your rooms, with your friends, with your family, with your parents, within every area of your life. So that you can allow breath so that you can hear someone else so that you can see someone else that is not seen but this family can breathe and you can be seen and you will be heard so i stand in the gap over each of you and break off anxiety that has stirred in the last year or in the last years of trauma from this, from COVID, from 
the world, from the toxicity of how intense things are. As a family, we gather around you and we break off that anxiousness to start, to start again, to try again, to make friends again, to, to open your heart again, to work hard again. All the things that you do when you start school, we stand and we break off any anxiety that that is stirring up. And I declare completion and rest over you, that, it's, that it is complete that that wrestling match is complete and we send you covered. We send you, we don't just have you go fend for yourself, but that we send you. Yahweh, I thank you for these that you have given us to steward. I thank you for these that you have given us to guide, to be tutors over. And I just declare over all of us parents, over all of us teachers, as we are sending and as we are equipping and as we are um, receiving home after school and navigating all the things that come up at school, that we are sent from rest as well and that the argument is done in us as well and that our children are safe as well. Adonai, we just... We just thank you that we have this opportunity to to reverse what we have known, to walk into more of the fullness than we've ever been able to before. So kind of as COVID is going on, you get a lot of time to yourself and I started thinking a lot about mental health. Um, so they're all undiagnosed, so you can take them with a grain of salt. But for a while, I've been struggling with anxiety, um, with ADHD, with depression, and with suicide. And and. I- and I'm done. And I don't want anybody else to have to feel like that. And and I just want to I just want to take it out of this family. I don't want it here. I want it gone. I don't want to be done with it. And I've kept it in for a really long time. I just, I just wanted to be the happy kid. I wanted that so bad, and I wanted, I just wanted that, like everything in me wanted that, and I, and, and I, and I, I, I broke, and it's a good thing, and I don't want anybody else ever have to do that. And I want to get better. Because I'm done. I think that's it.
soul with um, just the words that we released. We feel like there's a invitation that's out there that if you have felt any level of that, that if you have felt any level of stress or anxiety and um, are feeling like you're being pressed or you're experiencing whatever what was just released right now and into some of the younger kids maybe who, who may not know what anxiety means it's that feeling you get where you're just your your stomach is in a knot and you feel like you you want to throw up and you feel like something's just not going to go right and you feel like um, you're just waiting for something bad to happen if you feel those things as we get closer to the school you're starting and, and if you know you felt that before in that environment I want you to be able to just feel free to accept that invitation that was just put out to to confront that and to deal with that right now and break that off as we step into a new school year because there's a very powerful thing that that is going to happen with this invitation that it's going to end tonight in this family in this covering in this environment so that when we go out we can see it on others and we can break it so just want to speak that encouragement over all of you i want to i want all of you to uh, if you feel that engage and i want to make it practical that we would even um, just feel the anointing and the awesomeness of the exposure that was just released if we could just line up literally in like a hug line with zoe specifically because zoe we feel like there's just something powerful about what you released and the level of exposure that you just walked in that's going to empower everybody else to carry that as they go forward. So I know this, the hugs are still happening, which is can totally continue. Um, So I just want to speak a word as a teacher um, to kids. So, and I'm speaking from teachers in general, not just from myself, that that what Zoe shared is truly real for everybody in our community, like students or parents who've had to do more than they've ever thought to do this year, or teachers who've been like hands tied. And so as a teacher, I just appreciate your willingness to share that because it's so important and it's an opportunity for you guys to be, our, our community here expresses what we're walking through right? That's a thing that our community is about and we walk through and we stay on the line. And so what I challenge you guys to do is to be on the lookout for those people in your school community that don't know that yet. 
like that having to experience the freedom that you have already, like Megan was saying, like you guys don't have to walk through what we've had to walk through because you, you didn't get stuck in where we were stuck. You guys got to start at a different place. And so be willing to be on the lookout for those opportunities to multiply and continue that for others that just might not know that yet. Okay? So that was one thing. The other thing as a teacher I just want to express to you on behalf of teachers that we are excited for you to be back, that we are excited for your voice, that we're excited for what Ellen was speaking about, that freedom to breathe, that freedom to like, because as you breathe in, when you breathe out, that provides the breath for someone else to breathe in and breathe out. And it's that, that's part of that multiplication is that freedom to um, do that. And so I just want to um, encourage you in that and just pray, that's okay. So Yahweh, I just thank you for each and every one of the young people that are here, uh, that you knew what would be happening today in this moment, in the next couple of weeks this year, that you knew ahead of time who would be in each of our classes, who would be each of our teachers, who we would have access to. And I just pray that you would, um, as we continue to walk with you, um, side by side, step in step, and breath in breath, that we would be able to be your mouthpiece, that we would be able to be who you've called us to be because you have ordained each moment that we are in right now this school year and I just pray that you would continue to prepare each and every one of our hearts to be um, ready to be looking for those opportunities to uh, speak life but in order to do that I just pray that you would help us to continue to uh, walk with you to continue to draw near to you and to know you to yada with you that we would not wait that we w it would be a continuous opportunity for us. And I just come with excitement and anticipation for, for the testimony that you are going to bring about just even in the coming few weeks, that it is going to be producing fruit. And we just thank you in the name of Yeshua. Amen. things are um, what I always dealt with in school or struggled with was peer pressure um, with peer pressure
to freshman year, I got made fun of for having a purity ring, for having Bible quotes in my locker, or saying I love Jesus on my backpack when it was Jesus. <laughs> so what he's showing me right now is if you go through that, remember how you can disciple through that and how you can align yourself and over that. Going into sports, as soon as I got on the varsity basketball team, not only was it a slap in the face with how intense the sport is, but everything around it. <clears throat> um. So I, I guess I just want to pray that Yahweh, I want to pray a hedge of protection over these kids, over these students, that whatever that is is not of you that walks in their way, I pray that they only, it doesn't even leave a step in their path, that, it, that they can recognize what it is and align their, themselves going towards you. I just feel like I need to stand in the gap for all the grandparents <laughs> since I don't think there are any here <laughs> and I don't have any grandkids here that <laughs> oh well I'm in that are here here that's what I meant I know it's okay I keep forgetting that though you know but anyway I just wanted to, to let you know that I'm really of all of you too. <laughs> kind of like what Alyssa said, it's like you've got hope and you've got, um, and it, I just have to tell you, I'm really jealous that some of my grandkids <laughs> aren't able to be, I'd love for them to be here and, and uh, get to experience this because it's so different than 
anything else. It's so wonderful. And I love you all. Father, we just speak um, that there would be just a multiplication of everything that was released and everything that was shared tonight. Father, we thank you for the exposure that happened. We thank you for all the words that were spoken, all the encouragement that was released over every student, over every every um, individual stepping into a new a new year that's entering into a transition phase. We just thank you, Father, that we. Um, we are a family that backs each other, that we are a family that sends each other forward. And I just speak a level of a level of ease as they make in as they make this transition that sometimes it can be kind of um, abrupt to end a summer or to end a vacation or a time away. Um, and I just speak that there would be a level of ease over this transition that they would begin to um, very clearly and very um, in a very bold and intense way see where they come from that there would be able to they would be able to just see um, an incredible clarity over the standard that they carry so that they can be aware of what's being carried so that they can be in that position to be able to to, to multiply it and share it with others just as the exposure was um, was shared openly tonight that there would just be a level of exposure in where we come from and a boldness and a confidence in where we come from that's released and sent outward and that there would be a level of ease over every transition, over every new change, over every new teacher, new relationship um, that, that we experience going forward in, in, in every aspect of our families, whether we're in the school or whether we're not. I just speak that in the name of Yeshua. All right. 
Well, we have something that is going to seal this time. So this, this is going to be for the youth. And what we're gonna do in a little bit, or in just a minute here, is, um, is we're gonna come up. So do you remember at the very beginning, do you remember Aunt Megan talking about remembrance? So a part, do you remember the definition that she gave of remembrance? So remembrance is a time that we look back and we reflect on what Yahweh has done, maybe where we're at in a situation, maybe how he's brought us through, okay? It's a time of remembrance. And also you can remember um, a lot of times in scriptures they would make a memorial. Do you remember like they would pile some rocks and they would make a memorial and they would remember Right? They would go back and they would remember what happened here. Okay? So it's important. Yahweh has, has said that it's important to remember things. Okay? It's important to remember things that we've been taught. It's important to remember events that we've walked through. It's, remember, it's important to remember the processes that we've walked through and why we and how we got there. Okay? It's important. So, so what we're going to do is we're going to remember, okay, um, one, one of the things that, that Aunt Megan talked about was about no separation, okay? And what you're going to do tonight is I'm going to release you, and there's two sides to the table, all right? There's an empty one of these, and there's a little funnel. So we put the funnel. So you put the funnel in here, right? And then we're going to choose two different colors to put in your little vial your bottle, right? Okay. So what I want you to do is you see those colors, all right? There are, maybe there's a color, maybe it's your favorite color. It's like the color that Yahweh always speaks to you in, that, that you feel like represents you. So what is you? What color are you? Okay. And then the second color you're going to choose is the color that you feel like, like that Yahweh says that's him in your life at this moment. Okay. And what you're going to create, okay, once two different colors of sand are put together, okay, 
that sand can never be separated. You can never again, I put yellow and pink in here, and I'm never again gonna be able to separate it so that it's all the yellow on this side and all the pink on this side. Okay? So what you're gonna do is each of you are gonna do this. Abby and Anya, maybe Zoe too, they have the lids, okay? So when you get to, when you get your bottle filled, all right, take it to Anya, Zoe, or Abby, and they will, they'll put a cork on it, okay? <laughs> all right? So what I want you to remember, okay, is the reason that we have remembrance is so there's those times, right, that, Padrina ta that Padrino talked about, that we just need to make sure that we're aligned. So when you see this bottle, so wherever you keep this bottle, that that's gonna be a remembrance to you to just ask Yahweh, is there anything in my life that's out of alignment? Right. <laughs> Why would we need to ask, right? But are, is there a place that I can grow in maturity? Where is my level of mastery in that? And how am I doing in my multiplication? Not in a way of ever of condemnation, right? But just as a, a constant way that we are always wanting to always be aligned correctly. Okay? And this reminds us that there's no separation. Okay? And I want us to say something. So what this, what this represents is all of him in me and all of me in him. Okay? That's a lot of words, huh? So let's say that. All of him in me and all of me in him. Okay? Two more times. All of him in me and all of me in him. All of him in me and all of me in him. Okay? So, you're not all going to be able to do it at the same time, right? Oh, I think we can have a lot more than two. But if you guys want to come on up, okay, and start. So remember, you're going to grab this. You're going to pick your first color. You're going to grab this and a funnel. Funnel's important. Clara, lead the pack. Come on, Clara. <laughs> I shouldn't have called her out. <laughs> Catherine, I know you'll lead. Right. So there's a bunch of funnels up here. I want everyone to come up and make one. So you fill it about halfway with the first color. So pick one, pick your funnel, and pick your color. So if you're, like maybe if your child is not up here um, and you want to make one, also I know that there's quite a few families that are gone. 
we'll make sure that everyone will have an opportunity to make one. So, or if you're on live or on a podcast and want one, you got to let us know which color. So what is this a remembrance of? Yes. Yeah. All of him and me and all of me and him. Um, thank you, Kendra and Zoe, Anya, Abby, for helping facilitate that. Um, Everybody got their their jar, right? Everybody got it done? Okay. Um, just in a... Um, I thought it was a, a really cool opportunity to be able to um, share something that's... Um, I, I don't want to say like specific to Armory because it's not just specific to the group that comes on a Thursday night. Like it's not just specific to the Armour Youth Group, but everybody who's um, uh, a little bit younger than Armory, so you haven't hit sixth grade yet, but you're going to eventually, I want you to be able to hear and see this and be excited about this as well. And so we just thought it was a cool opportunity to be able to share something that has been um, produced from a long process of um, just synergizing with each other because so let me let me back up and say um we felt like it was important and, and powerful to be able to have a logo as a group right to be able to like as an armory group have a logo something that we could um uh like show as like an outward expression because kingdom Mirrors has a logo right so we thought it'd be cool to have something that was an outward expression of some of the things that represent armory and the processes that we're going through okay so whether you're in Armory or whether you're not in Armory, I want you to hear this and be excited about it. And I want to um, obviously point your attention to what's being projected onto the wall and show you that this is the logo for Armory. Um, first things first, before I explain it real quick and I'll keep it brief, I want to first and foremost, honor two groups. The first group that I want to honor is every member of Armory who, and we've expressed this to you guys before, but I want the family to be aware as well that this logo wasn't just something that was put together by a bunch of adults. It wasn't just put together by advocates. It wasn't just kind of drawn up one day, but this was like several months process worth of taking one night we had everybody in Armory literally take a big chunk of time and like pour out on paper what they felt armory represented to them what yahweh was speaking in that moment what he was speaking prophetically for the future 
and we literally spent like months at a time um, putting it together and, and seeing and feeling what he was expressing and all that and what you guys were expressing and all of it and this is what was produced and the second group that I want to honor specifically is Gabe and Ellen Navarro because what you see here like I said was a long process and by long I mean long tedious many meetings many discussions about um, how we're, how we can express accurately what all of you guys put down on paper and what all of you were, were, were um, speaking into and what all of you were, were feeling about it so I just want to highlight those two groups but then I want to point out a couple specific things about the logo you'll notice that or hopefully you notice that it's in the shape of a shield and what we felt with that was that armory um, if you remember all the way back to the beginning of Armory, one of the things we felt very powerful and very strongly about it was that it would function as an extension of that family that acts as a covering with whatever you're, you're, you're coming up against, whatever you're going into, that, that just as a shield as you're going into battle is a covering in a way that you, um, you, you have protection over you as you're being confronted by something or confronting things yourself that there would be that um, expression or that symbolized, uh, that symbol of covering over you, okay? So that's what the shield represents. Then we have on the very top of the logo, actually, let me, let me say the second part first. Um, on the left-hand side, you see that there's the letter A. A is not for Amber. We've made that clear before. A is for Armory, okay? A for Armory. On the right-hand side, you see the lion. That lion is the same lion that is in the Kingdom Heirs logo, because it is very, it is very, um, it is very clear. It is very um, cool that Armory is not a separate youth group. That is just something else that happens that the, that a church happens to do. Armory is an extension and the process of multiplication of family. Armory is an extension of Kingdom Heirs. And, and uh, it's, it's awesome to see that, that, see that process take place every time we gather on a Thursday, every time we go out, every time we're together, that it is an extension of the process that Yahweh's walked us through to really fully engage in family and multiply it, okay? Then you see on the top of the logo, there's a crown. And what that crown represented was that when we all go through different processes, different um, transitions, whatever it is, when we engage in that discipleship and when we, when we operate from a family, we're ultimately crowned at the end of it, right? So those are the um, major aspects of the logo. And the, and the cool thing about it that I, want, that I wanted to express as well is that, that everybody, it was weird. Like we hadn't talked about it prior. We hadn't Get thrown out ideas prior, but that, that one night where everybody poured out on paper what they felt about the logo, when we looked at everything and we were thinking about what Yahweh was speaking through all of it, it was it was like, it was almost as if we had a meeting prior, or we had discussions prior about what should be in it, but it was cool just seeing everybody synergizing together, um, everybody who um, poured out on paper what they felt the logo would be. Um, everybody had a lot of the same aspects or same symbols or same you know, whatever it was on paper, even even down to like certain colors that were consistent. Um, and I think that that's just a testament um, of how connected we all walk, which is the result of family. So, um, 
it was exciting to be able to take tonight specifically as the as our intercession night before we enter into a new school year to be able to um, share with the family um, officially what our logo is. Um, there will be merchandise, merch coming soon. <laughs> um, everybody in Armory in the next couple weeks will be getting matching tattoos. <laughs> just kidding, not really. On your forehead, it's been suggested. No, but anyway, I just wanted to be able to take that opportunity to express to the family officially, like, this is the logo that you're going to see. This is Armory. Um, and then and then share the process that, that led us to this. So there you go. I love me some merch. <laughs> Why? Because it helps you remember, right? Like, I saw the back of Zoe's shirt, and I can remember about her participation in autos. Or it doesn't matter. Okay. But I think that is powerful. Uh, I also look... Here's the cool thing, you guys. That remembrance, however you carry your little bottle or the merch that you wear is an open invitation to have a conversation with someone, right? They're like, what is that? That is really cool. Tell me all about it. And you have the opportunity to share that. When I was preparing for tonight, I was trying to think about what, what I was going to say and the phrase that came to my mind was, who's your daddy? Right? Before tonight. And we've been gone on vacation. And we've had some conversations this week with, with our kids. And the conversation's been, to some extent, centered around, who's your daddy? And being reminded about that because when we're close in relationship, we know that and we can walk confidently like um, Megan was expressing with Thomas earlier. It's not about like me walk. It's not this ebb and flow. It's this we are in this together thing. And so who is your daddy? Who is that in your life that is supporting you? Yes, we have our earthly dads or our spiritual dads. Who is our heavenly father? Who is, Yah our, is Yahweh the dad that we are walking with? And so as we are embarking on trading floor tonight, which is somewhere, I don't know. Oh, it's right here. It's behind me. Um, take, an advan take advantage of the opportunity to trade into who's your daddy? Who is that? And really... Hopefully, what Kendra even asked us to be reminded of is what, Thomas? What are we remembering in our little bottle? Me and... Yahweh. Yahweh. In me. Right. And even that opportunity 
to continue practicing. So let's be activated in a continuous practice as we continue to embrace being a disciple in addition to a believer. Okay? All right. So go ahead. Let's run. Run to your phone. I did my... I. I took advantage of my opportunity earlier. If you're uh, embracing text to give, you've got access to that phone number. And Yahweh, we just thank you for the opportunity to trade into who's my daddy. This month of Av is all Av is a name for Abba Father. And we just embrace you as our father and we look to you and walk with you. Instead of believing those lies that have entered in or creeped into our lives just in the isolation of things. In your name, amen. All right. Okay. Who's, for, who's ready for some announcements? All right. Live. Listen. This is uh, important to hear. All right, so who's excited for our annual camp out? There you go. All right, all right. Well, that's going to get postponed till next year. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> they like took the, everyone was like, wait, what happened? I'm just kidding. So August, so next Friday, next Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, which is August 6th, 7th, and 8th, there's not going to be service in this building, but there will be a service out in the woods while we're camping. So... Uh, August 6th, so that Friday, we're going to be going out uh, camping. Uh, all the details are in our Facebook. There's a Facebook event. Um, so all the details of like what, what you guys need to bring, what's already going to be provided, all that kind of stuff is going to be is in the uh, Facebook event. Um, uh, let's see, what else? There's going to be a porta potty out there. The other thing is this. If you're not one of the camping kind, then you don't have to, and you can definitely make a day trip. You, we definitely want to encourage you to come out and uh, uh, come to this. Our, our, it's worship night, so we're going to be worshiping around the campfire on Friday night, which is always phenomenal and a very powerful setting. So, um, so definitely come out here. Don't come here unless you would like to caravan out to the to the campsite you guys need to be here at five o'clock sharp because you guys got to get out there so facebook if you guys want to join us you can come to the building at five o'clock and we can caravan out there uh it's over by asher's lake which is uh not too far outside of town but definitely a a good drive so uh plus we have all the details of where we're going to be camping we can get that to you as well uh, let's see. On Saturday, there's going to be a huge potluck lunch. So, um, again, all the details of like what, what you guys need to bring, what's going to be provided is going to be in the Facebook event. Um, and then let's see, 
And then basically, it's all just going to be just hanging out, having a good time, having uh, fun. We're right next to Asher's Lake, so if we wanted to go and bring your kayaks and or whatever, right? Mountain bikes. You can bring worms for fishing. You can do whatever you want. It's going to be a great time. So uh, let's see. Am I missing anything else? We're going to be doing trading floor, first fruits out there. So make sure you bring in your money or whatever that may look like. Let's see. Yeah, so uh, not to go down the laundry list of things, of items that you need to bring, but make sure that you are, so in a nice way, you're responsible for your own campsite. So the Whitingers and Garcias will be going out, I believe, Thursday or Wednesday uh, and set up and kind of establish Kingdom Mare's campsite so that no one else gets it. We'll get that set up, but... We'll have kind of like an easy up with some kind of a general small little area for folks to gather around, but essentially bring your tent, sleeping bag, whatever you want to do to camp out, make sure you guys are uh, taking care of yourselves. Did you, were you going to add something? Well, I mean, we could list everything that you need to bring, or we could just list everything you don't need to bring. So bring everything except paper goods, like plates, forks and spoons and cups and stuff. Toilet paper and porta potty. We got that covered. Uh, firewood, and then everything else. Whatever you need to cook your food in, your food, your stuff to stay warm. A camp chair. No one likes a camp chair thief. So bring your own camp chair. That's right. That's right. All right. Any questions? Okay, face, check out Facebook Live. Check out the Facebook event. Make sure you guys say that you're going to be going. And if you have any other questions, just go ahead and hit, hit us up on Facebook. So, all right, live. Love you guys. Everyone else in the building, we love you guys as well. Have a good night. Thank you for listening to this message from Kingdom Airs International. If you have received insight and revelation with this message, we invite you to claim that revelation by trading on the trading floor with this ministry. You can do that at kingdomairsflag.org. Thank you.